podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Have you still got your wild card? Well, if you have, now might be the time to pull the trigger. Welcome to the Gianni Batici YouTube show. Hope you guys are well. There's lots of pros and cons to putting the wild card now in game week 10 or even waiting till game week 19. We'll discuss all three of those shortly. We'll also build a wildcard team for this week. That's something I'm thinking about doing. So here is my wildcard draft. But before we see it, shall we have a few likes and subscribes? That'd be amazing if you don't mind hitting that button. Uh, but also, we want to look at the fixture ticker, right? Because there's a big fixture swing right now. We're in the middle of it and also ahead of game week 10. So if we go on the scout members area, we can look at uh, the next six weeks from, say, game week 10 onwards because I think if I pull the trigger now ahead of game week 9 my team would look almost identical ahead of game week 9 that it would in game week 10 we're going to show that team in just a sec but as we can see at the top of the ticker from 10 onwards Brighton Palace Arsenal West Ham Liverpool are fairly high Newcastle are fairly high these are teams we would probably want to invest fairly big on so shall we have a look at a wildcard 9-10 team and I say 9-10 because um, it could be either. And then also have a look at my team and if I don't wildcard, how it would look in game week 10. Because I think I can get close to a wildcard team. However, it's a wildcard team without Salah. And many that are wildcarding are going there to accommodate Mo Salah fresh off his brace in game week 8. Maybe we're thinking we can't cover Salah's points and actually we need to spend the additional funds and just get him in. I was hoping I could go Darwin and Diaz. I'm now thinking, too, I just need Salah probably because the fixture run for Liverpool, let's just have a quick look at it. It's so, so good, isn't it? Obviously, it's Everton in the derby in game week 9. And I'm not sure that's like a an easy, easy game because Everton had actually been playing all right. But then it's Forest, Luton, Brentford, Man City, Fulham, Sheffield United. What a run that is. I feel like I need Liverpool's main man for that. And to do that, I'm going to have to wildcard. So this is what my wildcard team would look like if I pull the trigger now in game week nine. So starting off, still Turner and Areola, proper basement by goalkeepers. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. Um, and then when we look at the back line... Branthwaite is a 4.0 option starting for Everton, who are going to keep some clean sheets under Sean Dyche. So Branthwaite is in. Matty Cash often plays out of position, even when he doesn't, he bombs forward. He's 5 million. Villa have got a great run of fixtures. Porro was so unlucky not to return in game week 8. What a goal threat he is. So Pedro Porro's in. I think Arsenal defence long term we want to invest in. So on a wild card, I'll go Gabriel. And then Taylor is... 3.9, what a great enabler because he's playing games for Burnley. But obviously Cash, Porro and Gabriel can play pretty much every game. Pretty much fixture-proof, those guys. I don't mind playing them in tricky fixtures because there's upside, certainly with, with Porro and Cash, two of the best fullbacks in the league for attacking numbers. The midfield, I, I mean, the midfield, before I run through it individually, I should say this team's got triple Villa, triple Spurs, and then it's got, like, obviously Salah and Haaland a sprinkling of a Matoma and a Gabriel. So the midfield, again, to go back on Aston Villa, it's got Diaby, who, again, fixtures from game week 10 are so, so good. Well, I mean, what do you guys think to Aston Villa's run? Like, do you think we can go just with with Cash and, and Watkins? Maybe we can, but maybe we need the triple up. Maybe, because game week 10, like, it's Luton, then it's Nottingham Forest, then it's Fulham, then it's Tottenham, then it's Bournemouth. That's an incredible run of five, six games there. Um, so I'm tempted to go all in on Villa and go for the triple up. Although, 
disappointing for them to draw with Wolves 1-1. That was why I didn't really love the game we Kate wildcard, because I thought if you go game in Kate wildcard, you're probably going to go triple Villa. And I don't didn't think the Wolves game, just like I don't think the West Ham game in game week 9 for Villa is a gimme. It's from game week 10 we really love the, the, the Wolves fixtures. Matoma from game week 10 looks amazing. Like It's Fulham to start with. They've got Sheffield United at home. They've got Fulham at home uh, in, I think, 10 and 12. Um Obviously, Salah is in this team, the wildcard team. You're wildcarding to get Salah in. I won't wildcard if I don't go Salah. And then Madison Son, like great midfield five. And then up front, it's Haaland, it's Watkins uh, and a enabler. Like you go 4.3, cheap as you can on, on that front. So do we like this team in game week nine? Uh, yeah. How much of it would be changed for game week 10? None. I'm pretty much building it for the next five, six game weeks. And with the fi fixtures in mind, I think this game week wild, this wild card is relevant for game week nine and ten. However, I want to compare it to my actual team because this is a big decision for me. Do I wild card now or do I wait till game week 19? I just want to give a shout out to So Rare who sponsored this video. International break, guys. What are you doing in the international break? If you're not playing FPL, are you playing other games? Well, maybe you want to give So Rare a try. Um, and it's the perfect time to get started because you've got a little bit of time to understand how the game works during the international break. So if you fancy having signing up for So Rare, then check out the link in my description. Uh, I'll certainly be having a little play because two weeks without fantasy games, a little bit boring. Okay, so this is my team. Now, this is a big if, right? If I decide to go against Mo Salah, I won't be wildcarding. And if I'm not wildcarding, this is what my team looks like. So, the keepers are Turner and Anana. The back line, I'd still have Colwell and Trips and Pedro Porro and Cabore, but I'd be bringing Matty Cash into my game week 10 team. This is how I expect it to look in game week 10. Uh, I'd have still Saka and Matoma. I probably wouldn't have Foden, though. He'd have to go down to like a Chukameka at 4.3. And then I'd go Madison and Son still. And that would allow me to get Watkins in, right? So I could have a front three of Watkins, Darwin and Haaland. So whilst I don't have Salah, I do have Darwin. Um, and that's two transfers, two or three transfers. So this would be a minus four to bring in the two Villa lads, Cash and Watkins, for their great run in game week 10 and an enabler. Now, do we like this team game week 10 with a wild card still in hand or do we think I need to pull the trigger? Will you let me know in the comments? Um, I think many of you will say I need to pull the trigger and the benefits of doing that are, one, I get Mo Salah, right? Two, I get to jump on some early price rises because I've already missed out on a ton and if I keep the wild card in hand, I'm missing out on even more. But the benefits, sorry, the negatives are I don't have Trippier on my wild card team. I've just seen my wild card team, right? It looks good. Triple Villa, Salah, still got Haaland, still got the Spurs lads. But it doesn't have trips. It doesn't have Saka. Saka from game week 10. We're going to see some a captaincy matrix in a minute. It looks really good. So I'm still torn. And I think I need another week to assess. Now, if I keep my wildcard in hand and go with the team on screen, which has Saka in it, what can I do? I can wildcard game week 19. Now, what are the benefits of that? Well, game week 18, we know a little bit about game week 18, don't we? Game week 18 is a blank game week for Man City. Club World Cup. So Brentford and Man City don't have a fixture in game week 18. So I could dead end my team by selling, say, Haaland in game week 18 and any other Man City assets I might have. And then I wildcard in game week 19 to not only bring Haaland back, right? 
but to make sure I've got triple city for what will probably be a double game week in game week 20 for them. Shall we have a look at the fixture ticker? So again, this was on the scout members area. I, I went all the way, deleted all the columns until game week 19. And then I've gone, let's look at the next six, seven game weeks from then. And we can see on that ticker, firstly, there's some teams that I don't have much, much coverage up really high. So Brighton and Man United, if I was to wildcard game week 19, I could go double Brighton, double Man United, maybe more if they're playing well and I like the look of them then. I can go triple Man City, who would have Everton, and then a double of Sheffield United at home, game week 20, and very likely Man City-Brentford could be moved to game week 20. Now, if it is, Sheffield United and Brentford for Man City in a double, I could have you know, De Bruyne by then. I could go triple City attack, whatever. I could go Diaz for a short-term punt. So I quite like the idea of holding it, but it does mean I go without Salah for game week 10 onwards so it's a big big compromise I'm still not sure what I'm going to do if I wildcard game week 19 I can make sure I've got a good bench we're going to be going into double game week season and bench boosting and stuff like that so if the second half of the season having a good bench is worth it for the first half of the season it's not so there's loads of positives to waiting but the biggest negative to waiting is going without Mo Salah so to help me make that decision I want to look at captaincy so shall we have a little look at the captaincy matrix over the next I don't know should we do the next seven weeks right so or eight weeks so from game week 10 all the way through to game week 17 so we'll do an eight week sample size and let's compare the four obvious captaincy candidates in that time so the main man from Liverpool Arsenal, Man City and Spurs. So we're going to do Salah, Saka, Haaland and Son. And let's pick out the best captaincy option for all of those weeks. And if the answer is the best captaincy option for all those weeks is Mo Salah for four of them or five of them, you need him in your team, right? I'm not sure he will be. And I think if you own Saka, you've got some good options too. Pretty much, in brief, a summary is a wildcard team has no Trippier and no Saka. Boo but it does have Salah. A non-wildcard team can keep Trippier and Saka, but won't have Salah. It's a... Ugh, I don't know, because Saka's such a good asset. That's if you want the Spurs lads and Watkins and Haaland. You could say you just have Saka and Salah, Jani. So let's do, let's do the captaincy matrix. So look, game week 10, um, for me, Saka's got the best fixture. He's got Sheffield United at home. Although Salah does have Forrest at home. Haaland goes to United. Son goes to Palace. Right, so Saka currently papped the best fixture so far. Game week 11, Haaland's got the best fixture. He's got Bournemouth at home. Although Salah does have Luton away. Game week 12, Saka again has the best fixture. He's got Burnley at home. Salah goes to Brentford. Haaland goes to Chelsea. Song goes to Wolves. Again, I do like home advantage for captaincy, guys. In game week 13, I look at Son, probably the best asset, because Salah's got a tricky fixture. So Saka and Haaland. But Son has Villa at home. Again, no gimme. 13's a bit of a tricky one. Game week 14, though, back to Mo Salah. Fulham at home is one of the top three, four fixtures you could wish for. Probably home fixtures against Bournemouth, Sheffield United, Burnley, Luton and Fulham. They're the five best fixtures you could wish for. Game week 15, um, again, Salah's got Sheffield United away. Although Saka does go to Luton. Game week 16, Haaland goes to Luton. And game week 17, Haaland has Crystal Palace at home. So again, to summarise, like... The next eight weeks, I think Salah's probably the best captaincy option twice. Saka twice. Haaland three times. So I go in with that Haaland scary. And, and Son maybe one, once. But there's not much in it. There's not a huge amount in it for all of them. So I look at it and think, 
Do I need Salah in terms of captaincy? No, probably not. Because the weeks I'd go Salah, 14 and 15, I could go, say, Saka has Wolves and Saka has Luton in those two weeks. Don't need him for captaincy, but do I need him for goals and FPL points? Maybe I do. Am I ready to make that call in game week nine during the international break? Probably not. And I think my team in game week nine looks quite good. And I, if I'm dead end into a wild card, I want to have fun and do a nice one week punt. Do I think our wildcard game week 10, however, I think, yeah, there's a good chance. There's a good chance I'll feel the need to go go Salah and build that team. And every week there's a new shiny toy. In game week 8, no one expected to be wildcarding, feel the need to wildcard or bring Ollie Watkins in, but he went and got 20 plus points. Again, game week 9, something will happen and you'll go, oh, that, that game week 10 wildcard actually does look different to the game week 9 wildcard. So shall we just have a quick refresh of what that wildcard team looks like? So let's go back to the first team I showed you today. And guys, thank you so much for hitting the like button. It really does help, like, the algorithm. So hit the like during the international break. That would be amazing, guys. Thank you. Um, so this is my wildcard team. No Trippier. No Saka. Could I get Saka in? Yeah, I could probably find a way. It also doesn't have a West Ham player. And someone like Jared Bowen is on my mind, right? So that Madison spot could be up for grabs, right? Spurs have just had their best two fixtures by game week 10. They'd have played Luton. They'd have played Fulham. Maybe I don't need triple Spurs. Maybe I could even drop Porro, but I could maybe drop Son or Madison as well and go Bowen or find a way of one of those Spurs spots becoming Saka. Again, that's massively on my mind. And maybe, again, that's another benefit to not going in nine, but to going in ten. Because in game week nine, I think you want triple, triple Spurs. What else could I see changing? A way of accommodating Trippier? Maybe. Like, he's just conceded two goals against West Ham. He still comes out with, like, what, six points? Still gets two bonus points and an assist. Um, Trippier is a bonus point beast, and he's just performed so well in the last four or five weeks. I struggle to part with him and Saka. The other question is, do I need to go all in on triple triple Aston Villa? Like, do I need Diaby and Watkins as well as Cash? I think Diaby could go to try and make way. But it looks like a good team. Am I ready to go to this team yet? No. The goalkeeper situation is also one just worth noting. Again, like... A lot of the reason why I've stumbled on wildcard is I've still not set my goalkeepers. Like at the moment, I've got Anana and Turner. Again, like Anana's got a good fixture in game week nine. So is Turner. But game week 10, yeah, maybe that's time to jump off. Could I go for Raya? Maybe. Like 4.8 for an Arsenal set and forget. Maybe I go Raya and then I don't need Gabriel and I can go to a cheaper defender or whatever. It's fluid. It's flexible. But the key cogs of this wildcard are Salah would have to be there. Son would have to be there. Haaland would have to be there. As would Watkins and I think Cash and definitely Arsenal defence. So they're the key cogs and I don't have a lot of those players. So I think game week nine, have fun, have a one week punt and then ahead of game week 10, probably wildcard, to go Mo Salah in. I think I've convinced myself, guys. Let me know what you think in the comments. Always appreciate your feedback. Thank you so much for watching. If you haven't noticed, I'm on holiday. Um, different backdrop to usual. I've still, though, been proper up to date in my FPL WhatsApp group. And if you fancy joining that or supporting the channel by becoming a squad member, there's two options. You can be a squad member or you can be a Ultras member. There's a link in the description. Um... If you become a squad member, I'll prioritise all your comments. If you become an Ultras uh, member, then you're in the FPL WhatsApp group, which includes world number one from last year, winner of FPL, Ali Hangarov. It's active, it's buzzing every day. Uh, give it a go. There's a link in the description if you fancy signing up. But thank you so much for watching. Enjoy the international break. I'm going to England versus Italy, so wish me luck at Wembley. Still don't know if I'm going to wear my Italy shirt because I'm sitting with the England fans. Uh, but for now, guys, go well, and I'll see you very soon.
Social Podcast Network.